sometimes we think we've got to fit the mold, but realistically what we have to do is lean into our individualism and find what really works for us rather than trying to conform to something that is so generic and just becomes bland. Like you are way more interesting as you rather than as a generality. Welcome to the Art of Success podcast. I am on a mission to help high performers close the gap on their potential through developing the mindset required to do so. In this podcast, I'm going to be sharing the tools that I've used to coach 1,000 plus high performers to their next level, and I'll be interviewing experts and high performers themselves so that you can extract the tools required to build your next level. If you haven't already done so, make sure you subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. I'm going to show you exactly how to use personality testing to become a far better business owner and entrepreneur. I'll be showing you the exact process I use to help entrepreneurs and business owners become a better version of themselves and therefore create a more profitable business that gives them more freedom. Let's cut to the chase. You've probably done a few personality tests before. You hear about them on the podcast or curiosity kind of just drives you there. You find one that seems appropriate, spend 20 minutes filling it out and then what? You get the results, read through them. They're kind of interesting. But what do you actually do with that information? Most of the time, you just store it somewhere in the back of your mind or forget about it entirely. And ultimately, you end up with what's a great resource, but no idea what to do with it. You don't implement anything from it. Therefore, you end up in exactly the same place as you were previously. This is a massive waste of an opportunity. If you understand your personality at depth and you understand how it will both positively and negatively impact you, you can put together a plan for overcoming your inherent shortfalls. You can also lean into your strengths more aggressively to pursue your dreams. A deep understanding of your personality and a plan of personal growth tailored to you will help you break through your current limitations in your business and in wider life. So here's what we're going to cover today. One, which personality tests are actually worth your time and where to find them, how to interpret your results, and I missed out, that was number two, and number three, plans for balancing out your weaknesses. Before we get started though, here's an essential idea to remember. By the time you're 25 or so, your personality is pretty much fixed. Whilst you can develop new skills at any age, your personality operates within a mostly stable parameters. In other words, you've got to work with what you've got. The good news is, despite personality being fixed, you can always train your character. You can become more virtuous and you can develop a more potent skill set to offset your deficiencies. There are myriad options available when it comes to testing your personality. Most psychologists only accept one as reliable though, the Big Five Personality Test. This gives you a breakdown of five components of personality. Openness, conscientiousness, extroversion, agreeableness, and neuroticism, which are all kind of complex terms and nuanced and they have all kinds of definitions. So let's break down what they really mean in simple terms. Openness how creative you are, conscientiousness, how hard you work, extroversion, do you like hanging out with other people or being alone, agreeableness, how much you care about other people's opinions, neuroticism, how sensitive you are to negative emotion. 
At the end of completing your test, which takes 15, 20 minutes or so, you'll be given a score from 1 to 100, which rates you in each of these dimensions. Your score denotes your average. If you want a more precise concept of or a more precise score, what I recommend doing is having a couple of family members or very good friends filling out on your behalf as if they were you too. And you may get a different idea or a better average. In my experience coaching thousands of people, you aren't fixed at the point that you get, but rather that tells you a range that you can operate within. So for example, if you score, let's say an 80 in openness, you probably have a range from 65 to 95 or so. Step one in understanding your personality score is to find a big five, um, sorry, a reputable big five personality test. Set aside, like I said, 15, 20 minutes or so, and honestly, to the best of your ability, I can't stress that enough, honestly execute the test. Jordan Peterson has a great test at understandmyself.com. It's paid, but to be honest, I like to kick a few quid here and there to someone who's helped me so much. And there are others like truity.com and psychometrics.org, which are free. Just have a Google, see what's available. This isn't something that you need a therapist or a psychologist to administer for you. It's something you can do yourself. When you get your score, it's important to remember there are no bad scores or no good scores in personality testing, only data. However, each end of the scoring has associated weaknesses and strengths. Some weaknesses severely restrict you as an entrepreneur or a business owner, and some don't matter so much depending on your exact business or your role within it or your structure or whatever. There's some that are kind of important and some that are not so important. You'll only know what those are. Before we get into how to train these character skills that are going to offset this deficiency, you have to know which benefits and drawbacks are associated with each score and how that relates to you as a business owner. So let's start with openness. If you score high openness, you'll be creative, you'll enjoy new challenges, and you'll be good at thinking abstractly. However, you'll probably struggle to be disciplined with repetitive tasks, and you'll get bored easily. If you score low in openness, so that creativity dimension, you'll be very good at executing repetitive tasks without overthinking things, and you'll follow instructions well. But you'll struggle to overcome new and novel challenges, and you'll dislike change and probably resist new concepts. Conscientiousness. If you score high in conscientiousness, so remember this is your ability to work hard, your or your tendency to work hard, I should say, your ability and your, your tendency are somewhat different. If you have this high tendency to um, work hard and you're highly conscientious, like I said, you'll work very hard. You'll get the essential tasks done, kind of obviously. You'll pride yourself on your work ethic and just basically get the important shit done. But you may be rigid and inflexible while suffering from these perfectionist tendencies. Low conscientiousness, you're going to be flexible and adapt well to new situations because you're not married to this plan. You won't get phased by things going wrong, but you will struggle to adhere to structure and may procrastinate. So let's move to extroversion. High extroversion. If you're high extroversion, so you recharge around people. If this is another, you're like the social person in this in this uh, scoring. You'll find it easy to converse with people. Probably be pretty good at sales. That's something I've noticed when working with people and be informed in everything going on because you're connected socially. But to be honest, sometimes you speak without thinking, you struggle with solitude and doing that quiet work and sometimes struggle to take risks too. This is something I've seen. If you're low extroversion, so high introversion is another way of thinking about this. You like the time to yourself. You're recharged by yourself. You'll be great kind of doing the solo work and you won't need to socialize to recharge. 
but you'll struggle to mix with others and that could create complications with public speech sorry public speaking or social engagements like creating video content or sales or maybe even a podcast just a quick favor to ask my friends if you could head to wherever you listen to this podcast and leave a very kind review that will not only help my ego virtually explode but it will help people just like you find the podcast too and hopefully help them to their next level agreeableness so remember this is how much you care about what other people think. If you're highly agreeable, you'll be empathic. And this is a really common one with the people that I work with. You'll be empathic and you'll show great interest in others. You'll be easy to work with. However, you'll often be kind instead of, well, you're sorry, you'll often be nice instead of kind. You'll struggle to demand what you really want from others and from the world in general. And you may find yourself getting completely walked over. If you're low in agreeableness, to keep it short, you just may occasionally be a bit of a dick sometimes. Or you may come across as a bit of a dick to be a bit more accurate. Then, neuroticism. Let's say you're super high in neuroticism. So remember, this is your sensitivity to negative emotion. You'll probably get worked up about stuff going wrong and be pretty stressed most of the time. You'll get upset easily and probably be pretty anxious too. But... The key benefit of this is you'll be able to predict wrong things going wrong before others do, which I cannot tell you enough what a strength that is from a kind of a tradition viewed as a, a weakness. But what that proves is each of these really does have strengths and weaknesses associated with it. And sometimes we think we've got to fit the mold, but realistically what we have to do is lean into our individualism and find what really works for us rather than trying to conform to something that is so generic and just becomes bland like you are way more interesting as you rather than as a generality and then let's say you're low in your autism you have this high degree of emotional stability at this point and you deal with stress very well probably but, and I'm going to put my hand up to owning up to this as a personality thing, you may ignore problems until they become too large to deal with. The good thing about this is you can still maintain that ability, but you can develop other skill sets to do something about this. These are your character skills. So by now, after doing this test and understanding where you rank within that and assessing where you are, you'll know a little bit more about your personality test and how it can serve you, but also how it can create problems for you too. You'd also see a few areas where it highly impacts you and you can probably even see exact tasks that you struggle with, which are related to your big five personality score. I'm going to give you two examples so you can see how this process works and begin applying it to yourself. They're probably the most common two I experience with um, when working, my, working with my clients. However, if you're at a point where you can afford to, it is far better to outsource the tasks that challenge you most to someone who has a personality which suits the task. This is a better option than taking the time to develop these skills if your goal is to rapidly move towards your goals. Amazingly, there really is someone whose perfect workday is trawling through your receipts or doing your admin tasks or answering your email. First up, the high openness example. This person, sorry, this person is great at starting things, but not so great at doing things consistently. 
this is something I personally had to work on, so I know it well. It's also very common with the entrepreneurs I start with. I think about it, they like starting new things. They get rewarded for doing things new, um, but there's this inherent downside to this. First up, you need to accept that it's going to be your tendency to default to new ideas, and you need to build awareness of the mental quirks which signify you're falling into these non-serving patterns. You also need a plan for developing skills that allow you to overcome these tendencies. In this situation, your character skills to focus on are discipline and prioritization. Let's take discipline. To train discipline, choose one task that repeats often in your week that is important to your growth. Then you use this task as a vehicle to get to know what being disciplined feels like and immersing yourself into the process of becoming more disciplined. In doing so, you raise your own personal standard as long as you continue to aspire to be better and remain conscious about decision making and your acts, your conscious decisions to become more disciplined. Ask yourself, how can I show more discipline here? What would it look like to be more disciplined? And be very specific with your answer. A good example of an answer is start the task at exactly 0800 every single morning. A bad example is start on time. It's too generic. It's not specific enough or get it done. Like, what does that mean? Like, get specific with your answers. A very important thing to know is the goal is not to execute the task in order to achieve an outcome. The goal is to become more disciplined. By asking yourself every three to four days how you can show more discipline, you're going to slowly move toward it, as long as you're honest with yourself. Secondly, let's use the high agreeableness example. Here, you're a super nice person and like, sorry, and don't like saying what you want from people, so usually team members or contractors, and let's be honest, even your significant other. Again, the first step is to build awareness of the mental emotional state, which characterizes the high end of your personality. This gives you the ability to notice when you need to change your ways of acting. From there, you need to train assertiveness, courage, and ambition. If I was working personally with you, we'd isolate which of these had the greatest chance of success for you as an individual. We'd basically go back and forth through conversations and we would chat through things and I'd give you some German tasks to see exactly what was right for you and I'd get to know your lifestyle. Let's just say in this example, we chose assertiveness. One way I like to train assertiveness in the people I work with is to set a target amount of times they need to show assertiveness per day. So it could be your, your task is to show assertiveness three times a day, or just one time a day, or ten times a day. It will be relative to the individual. That could range from telling a teammate that the standards they're meeting are just not good enough right now, and they need to improve it, and they need to get this done. All the way to suggesting an idea when the partner asks them what to do, instead of responding with, I know, what do you want to do? Once more, the goal is not to actually attain that goal is to develop the character skill which moves you to your next level. And doing this will transfer to other areas of life. That is the whole point of this. You learn to be assertive or disciplined or focused or compassionate. And what that does is you get you learn it in one small area and that transfers to other areas over time. Going forward, remember these essential lessons. Firstly, understanding personality tests. Personality tests, like the big five personality tests, 
can provide valuable insights into your personality traits. These traits, such as openness, conscientiousness, extroversion, agreeableness, and neuroticism, can impact how you function in business and personal life. Two, your personality test results can indicate your strengths and weaknesses. Understanding what each trait represents can help you relate to them in your business behavior. For instance, like say your high openness, that might signify creativity, but you might struggle with repetitive tasks, while high conscientiousness can imply a strong work ethic, but be potentially rigid. Third, while your personality test um, sorry, once, whilst your personality tends to remain stable after around age 25, you can work on improving your character skills. Character skills like assertiveness, courage, ambition can be developed over time and help you offset limitations by, sorry, the limitations imposed by your personality's traits. Fourth, recognizing your weaknesses. Identify areas where your personality traits might impact your business performance negatively. Five, to overcome the challenges posed by your personality traits, you can develop specific character skills. For instance, if you struggle with consistency due to high openness, you might work on discipline and prioritization. And if you have high agreeableness and struggle with asserting yourself, you can train assertiveness, you can train courage, and you can train ambition. Six, Build awareness of your tendencies and use targeted character skill training to address specific challenges. The goal isn't just to achieve specific outcomes, but to develop these character skills for overall personal growth and better business performance. Seven, really simple, really tactical one, outsource. Sometimes if it's possible, it's more effective to delegate tasks that don't align with your strengths to individuals whose personality traits make them well suited for those tasks. This way you can focus on what you do best and leverage the strengths of others. There's a really nice acronym by Tim Ferriss, by the way, the deal. Um, it's actually it's delegate, eliminate, um, automate, and liberate. That's a four-step process that a lot of my clients find useful. And actually, he recommends that you eliminate before you um, before you delegate, but it kind of ruins the acronym. And then finally, there's a distinction between fixed personality traits and character skills that can be developed. Understanding both aspects is essential for personal growth and success as a business owner. In summary, you've got to use these personality tests to gain self-awareness, understand your strengths and your weaknesses associated with the traits, and then develop character skills to overcome limitations and excel in your business endeavors and whatever else. The ultimate goal is to align your actions and decisions with your personality traits while continuously working on enhancing your character.